0: And that's why they call it Cinco de Mayo (laughs) Oh, hey, guys, sorry I thought I was recording the whole part of that joke, but Guess not Anyway, welcome back to the podcast
1: I don't understand what you did there
0: I I told the joke, and it was the the, You know what? You didn't want to start the show? You can't complain about the way I do it
1: (laughs) I feel like I can I mean, it was great. Super funny joke. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so this is another episode of This is Marriage Podcast. And we're off to a great start.
1: <laughs> no thanks to you.
0: You're right. No thanks to me. Never, never any thanks to <laughs> me for all I do for you. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. Welcome to our show.
1: It's going to be great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's Monday night, um, mm-hmm. and we are actually, for the first time ever, probably recording while the sun is still up. Oh, yeah. Which, for all of you summer lovers, I just wanted to, to remind you, from last week to this week, we have lost a week's worth of daylight, and we are now a week's worth cl- closer to winter. So snow is, is getting closer.
1: Winter's coming.
0: Winter, <laughs> winter is coming. So yes, we have less daylight than we did yesterday. And uh it is it is on its way out the door.
1: Wow, well, way to be a negative <laughs> Nancy.
0: Well, I guess if you're like a winter person you're excited about that. For all you like snow hounds. What the fuck? Are uh, you people that like you know
1: Snow hounds, is that a thing? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: snow dogs, snow Bunnies. Yeah, but there's other things like there's other people like I wouldn't consider myself a snow
1: bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, is it any way Is any <laughs> is anyways a word? I, I heard so. that it's not a
0: word. Let's go with it. Let's say it is. Anyways, okay. Um, we uh, since the last time we were we here talking to you guys, we took. Wild for his very first boat ride on Saturday. We spent the day up at Willard Bay with some friends. Yep. And put the kid on the boat in his enormous life jacket.
1: He looked like the kid from... (laughs) Christmas Story. Yeah. I can't put my arms down.
0: Yeah, it was was super cute, but it was absolutely enormous to see this little guy. And we had to... It was hard to, because every time he sat down, it just went up that much higher yeah up over his head
1: he hated it
0: yeah but he slept on the boat which was nice he fell asleep and you know
1: we We just like played hot potato with him like each person took a turn holding him
0: yeah passing the little guy around
1: because he's getting hefty
0: yeah he did a great job though so yeah that was he did thank you kyle and dustin for for coming with us boating it was a great time and we uh we're gonna do it again we are someday
1: someday over the rain.
0: I don't think that's how that song goes. Yes, it is. Someday Over the Rainbow? <laughs> no, you dumbass. That's not how that song goes.
1: <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> mm. Is it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, um, I still don't have a job, so...
1: You I know. still do, though. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still I have still a job. I'm
0: much employed. And... Yeah, it's been an interesting, you know, month and a half—or not a month and a half, because we're just barely into August. So a little over a full month now, of me just kind of
1: month and four days.
0: Yeah, you know, I've just been kind of kicking it at home, trying to find odd jobs and things to stay busy. And I really am not as productive around the house as I thought I would be. I really am not doing. I have when I first found out I didn't have a job, I came home and made myself a big long list of chores and shit I was going to do. You know, projects I was going to tackle. And I haven't got to any of them yet. So
1: Well, you've done more than I ever would, so there's that.
0: You're you're a great mom.
1: <laughs> Thanks. I'm not even
0: being sarcastic. That's not like I don't think that's you know, you don't have to be like and say you're a good housekeeper. I know. Or not a good like maid, but you're a fantastic mom.
1: Like, <laughs> not like that makes up for leaving our house like shit. I think it does. All I'd right. rather have
0: you be a good mom and have a shitty, like, dirty house than be an awful negligent mom and have just like the tidiest cleanest house in the world true that right so right mad props to you hot mama
1: Hmm. Mm. <laughs> what are you throwing at me
0: it was a wrapper i found i hope your... that made a loud noise it did
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um what else anything else new that we would need to to cover mm. we've got our poor dogs tonight laying in their kennels Nursing their paws, we took them well, to just the Aspen. Just Aspen. We took them to the dog park today for the first time in like six months.
1: <laughs> it hasn't been that long, but it's been
0: a hot minute. yeah. And poor Aspen just runs herself ragged, and now like the pads on the bottoms of her feet are just like raw from chasing a, a tennis ball around the dirt, and she can't hardly walk, so she's just laying in her kennel, nursing her feet back.
1: Yeah, when so we fir- do you remember when we first got Rosie when?
0: Oh yeah, at uh. We Tanner. took her
1: to Tanner, and I don't know, if for any of you folk who haven't ever been to Tanner, it's a a nice walk. What is it like a mile? It's a
0: mile, I think each way.
1: So two miles. So you walk to the water. You come out, or you walk to where people who shoot the tube come out into this little like river thing creek i don't know anyways you walk there and you walk back and we walked all the way there and then dog swam
0: had a great time yeah and then on
1: the way back i think we just took rosie i don't think we took aspen yeah on the way back she made it like a quarter to a half a mile and poor thing just would take a couple steps and then lay down
0: yeah and it was so hot
1: it was so hot, and her poor feet had no... They hadn't been, like, calloused up or anything. She was not used to this type of stuff. So... Activity? <laughs> Porter. And she was... I mean, if you guys have seen her, she's a very hefty girl. Yeah, even
0: when we first got her. We got her, and she was, like, six months old.
1: She's just a big and dog. she was at
0: least 60, 70 pounds yeah. at six
1: months. And she's big. Even if she didn't have... A little cushion on the pushing. She she would still be a big girl. <laughs> but she's a weird sexual thing to say about your dog. <laughs> hey, where is
0: the pushing? She's got cushion around it. Where is the pushing?
1: I don't know. <laughs> pushing her through the dog door. <laughs> if we had a dog door. <laughs> she doesn't have to be sexual. <laughs>
0: no, you're right. Way to prove me wrong.
1: Anyway, so Porter had to... hoist her up oh my god onto his shoulders and carry yeah i tried to carry her on like on
0: my chest like you would like
1: oh yeah just like
0: lifting up like a lamb yeah Yeah. and then that didn't work and so then we tried to like put her on my shoulders like behind my head
1: and that lasted like long enough for me to take a cute picture (laughs) and then she was like nope yep but i don't remember how you ended up
0: carrying her carried her as long as we could and she was sopping wet from the water. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of walked as far as we could and then stopped. And then she would walk for herself. And then when she couldn't do that anymore, I'd carry her as long as I could. And then we'd stop and, and yeah, just kind of that leapfrog back and forth until she had kind of recovered enough to get herself up and out of there. So,
1: yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we we did that.
0: We went early enough in the day that we didn't think it would be too hot. And I don't think it was so much the heat as much as just, Tender little unused pads on their paws. Yeah. Puppy pads on their puppy paws.
1: <laughs> you get out that, and you find I'm that fucking, fucking dog.
0: That was a really like hard accent. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's got like that. You sound like Barb from Teen Mom. You sound like Janelle's mom and fuck me for knowing that.
1: <laughs> I was going to like say something that she normally says, but I can't think of anything. And Janelle pulled a gun on to guy. Go- I can't do it. What's her husband's name? Not Barb, the... Nate? Doug? 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 <laughs> Doug. <laughs> oh. No. Um, Nathan's her other baby daddy. Uh, pressure's on, I can't think. David. And David! David it's right.
0: <laughs> we just alienated like 90% of our audience. <laughs> and David. <laughs> All right. So... We still don't have a sponsor, so HelloFresh. You know, we're starting to to shop around. Blue Apron is looking really tempting right now. <laughs> so, if you want to salvage this relationship, we need a we need a free meal or two. So, I
1: mean, we're you're still unemployed, so. <laughs> we have,
0: I mean, their prices are very competitive. We're, we're not so. buying anything from anybody, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Although the way we spend money lately, you'd think I had a fucking job.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. It's. It's not just me. I know. It's not just but me.
1: But who has an Amazon package getting delivered like every single day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm maybe even a little slightly addicted to Amazon, but. Yeah.
1: Is it possible to go bankrupt twice?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Do you want that?
0: I mean, I'd say yes, because then we'd get rid of all our credit card debt. That'd be great.
1: I hate you sometimes.
0: All right. So today's episode, we thought we would talk about, and we're going to kind of, it's going to be what we call a
1: quickie.
0: (laughs) Although we're 10 minutes in now, it's well past a quickie. (laughs) (laughs) This is, if we're talking sex, this is more on like marathon terms.
1: I was thinking about this because I made a joke about quickies because... We bought a mop at Walmart yesterday, Mm. and the brand is called Quickie. And so I pointed it out to Porter and was like, (laughs) "Your favorite brand?" Or some just making stupid middle school kid jokes. And then I got to thinking, what makes a Quickie quicker than just sex? Because if you think about it, like I guess it's how you. I guess a quick would Defined be define like sex like stands foreplay. Well yeah, but what maybe I'm sure there's couples out there that don't maybe not couples like there's people having sex out there. Really? That like don't right Now do you think? Yeah.
0: Like at this moment.
1: Do you know how many billions of people are in this world?
0: Someone is is having coitus I'm sure lots right now at this moment. Coitus. Yeah.
1: What is that? Sex. Well, I is terrible. that like a different language? No. Okay. I've never heard of that Anyways uh, So I'm sure there's people Having sex That don't Have like foreplays Like a on your birthday Or something Like So uh, in that aspect I, I think,
0: think too Like maybe like a rushed Like Okay we've got 10 minutes Like hurry Let's strip your clothes off Like let's just go Like as opposed yeah. to Maybe not foreplay But there's not like that Sense of like urgency Or rush Like mm-hmm. to To knock it out
1: Yeah But I was thinking like
0: so instead of it lasting like a minute and a half, it lasts like thirty seconds.
1: But yeah, okay. Because I, I was, and I was like thinking way too much into this, obviously, because that's what I do. Like, it's not like you can be like, "Oh, I'm gonna last long tonight because we're."
0: It's not a quickie.
1: Yeah, like. <laughs> I think <mean, laughs> I just
0: and, and this is not necessarily like what we're talking about tonight but (laughs) i guess it is now um because i think that like you can have like sex that takes a long time not necessarily because of foreplay or drawn out but just because it's not rushed right yeah and so i mean it's not necessarily like i'm gonna make that like conscious choice of like i'm gonna last longer or not last longer as much as like just the circumstances are more casual or more, I guess, relaxed versus like having, hey, I'm home for lunch. You know, we got to knock this out because I have to be back. You know, so I'm coming home for like a noon or noonie, <laughs> afternoon delight. Noonie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that from marriage with children. But yeah, so I think that.
1: Hmm. All know. right. Makes sense. Okay. On to the next one.
0: <laughs> you feel like you're you're sufficiently like comfortable yeah. with like what how how to like define a quickie versus a non quickie?
1: Yeah, I that answer was acceptable. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: okay. So as why don't you introduce our topic for tonight?
1: Um I don't remember Oh, we're talking about bad parenting advice. Yeah.
0: So shitty shitty parenting advice. Um, and it was something that I, I sent out on our Facebook page at the This Is Marriage uh, support group. And it, it, I really didn't have like any reason behind it, but I was just curious, like thinking about being parents and some of the things that other parents will tell you what to do or what not to do. And I was just like, that might make for an interesting show someday. And so I asked this question, I got some, a few replies, and I was like, oh, this is intriguing. And then fucking Kyle... Was like, oh, I can't wait to hear this episode. I'm so excited because I think that this is could be a good show. And so, down, I'm like, well, all right, well, let's just go with that, and that will be our episode for tonight. So, thank you, Kyle, um, for forcing my hand on this. Ew, ew,
1: you for she forced your hand on her.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> you're a child. Was it
1: on the boat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the boat. You. Sorry, I just you know. It was her loca swimsuit, swimsuit. Yeah. <laughs> and her boobies flopping. <laughs> Ew, I just spit so bad on this. <laughs> that and you
0: just said boobies.
1: <laughs> so what? Good thing is this the reason you have a, this little yeah, shield?
0: It's it's like your salad bar <laughs> guard, I, so you can't spit all over my because I just spit so bad. Is there? They can only handle so much of your slobber all over them.
1: My saliva.
0: Because you're just, Saliva. Human
1: all of a sudden um, my service is shitting down here Good, you
0: don't need to be on your fucking phone right now anyway I'm
1: trying to get our answers, you dick Why aren't you taking pictures?
0: You're just our social media person You should be like
1: Oh my god Well, if you're gonna change titles You need to have this conversation with me You need to sit down and say Ashley, I'm promoting you to social media manager No,
0: this isn't a promotion, it's a lateral move This isn't a promotion
1: mm-hmm.
0: Which is, I'm not doing it's it a, then It's a startup, everyone mm-hmm. has to wear multiple hats
1: I'm not doing it then
0: we're going to talk about the air. <laughs> fucking fired. Hey, I'm looking for a new co-host. If any of you want to star in that the, would, I, the role of my wife on <laughs> this is marriage podcast. I'm, I'm I didn't taking, know you were
1: into role playing.
0: <laughs> I'm taking auditions. So, send me a resume and a and a short video resu- you know, uh, applying for the job, auditioning, telling me why you think you'd make a good co You must be
1: life. um bad at housework. <laughs> Because we don't want him. Uh, we don't want to switch things up. So much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I only have. I can. I need to be able to talk about things still. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna go to kind of go through some of the the things that people commented Ooh. on our Facebook page, and then we'll kind of talk about them as what we think. You know, as far as if they are in fact bad advice or good advice. Um. And then uh, some of the other ones that I found that I thought were pretty interesting on the Scary Mommy Facebook page, which if you don't follow Scary Mommy on Instagram, oh, there we go. you totally should because that page is fucking hilarious. And if you have kids, you can relate cuz it's it's pretty funny. I agree. So, I concur. Starting at the top, Chris from and this is another podcast that you guys should follow if you don't listen to it already, the I Am Salt Lake podcast. So look it up. They talk about all kinds of stuff Salt Lake City, they interview um, cool and interesting. Interesting. <laughs>
1: interesting.
0: <laughs> Took out a couple of syllables to spell that word. Um, interesting people from from Utah. And honestly, there's there's a lot going on in this state that I had no idea. Like, cool, talented people. So check out their podcast. It's pretty dope. Dope is dope. As the kids say. Anyway, he said the worst piece of advice that he ever got was to not read parenting books. And he says that people just told him just let it happen And he says Bullshit You have to prepare For this stuff
1: Oh my god I didn't read The baby <laughs> books
0: I was actually Going to try And find that quote From,
1: <laughs>
0: from Knocked Up
1: <laughs> The ancient Egyptians Engraved What to expect When you're expecting In the pyramid walls
0: <laughs> um, Yeah that, So that's
1: Have you read Parenting books? Um, I have flipped through some? I didn't even make it through my maternity books. Pregnancy books?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we bought you a couple of pregnancy books, like what to expect when you're expecting.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I... didn't read the baby books. I didn't read the baby books. I, read, it. I, it. I read the baby books.
0: That wasn't a very good clip.
1: That wasn't the same scene.
0: No. Um but i feel like it was helpful right
1: yeah well i all it's not like i just didn't read them like i i had other like ways of getting the information i was signed up for like two email lists or whatever and i had an app
0: right and you still get emails yeah even though wow, I get it was, like weekly almost updates. ten months, you still get like what to expect from your 10 month old yeah and like so one, i two three and four
1: yeah so those were super helpful
0: and so you still like you you feel like you stayed educated even though it wasn't necessarily through books because you're not a book reader right you're not like a big fan of of the books um and chris went on to read or to list a number of books that he read as well as a bunch of podcasts which i think is really important you know to to stay educated i don't i didn't read any um but I, I read all the emails, like when you would get the once a week, or mm-hmm. you know, you're now entering this trimester. Here, you're now that you're 20 weeks along. This is what to expect. And so I read all those things. Um, but I, as I was reading through his his list of books, I thought, you know, like there's definitely things in there that um, I could probably be a better job as a do a better job as a parent by staying educated on like the shit that goes through kids' minds and like how to communicate with children and ten- teenagers and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I think that there's a part of you that no matter what you read, you're not going to be prepared. And so I think that there is a certain extent of, you just kind of have to let things happen and confront them as they do. But I also would agree with Chris. That I think that you totally need to find your own way of being educated, whether it's um, podcasts, books, you know, apps, those I types of things Yeah I agree
1: Even though I probably Won't read them Yeah Yeah well, no. I'm just not a reader
0: No I think it's really sexy When you do though Like when I see you Like with a book in hand I'm just immediately like mm, Hey
1: <coughs> What page you, are you on? Meow, meow. Mm. And I'm like two And then I'm all mm. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Okay Ashley I'll read Ooh. the next one who we have had on before, talking about her experience as a I as said
1: a, I'll you know, read the next one.
0: I'm just giving the context, dude.
1: Bro. Fuck.
0: Ashley's gonna read this one, but <laughs> let me give you a little bit of background information so you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. God
1: You're feisty tonight. Mm. <laughs> um
0: Who was on the show before she's actually the only guest to the point to this point that we've we've even had. Um, But Talking about her experience as a young mother um, And so This is going to Ashley is going to read some of the advice That she gave us from Or what she told us she was told on Facebook
1: Yeah she said that She said I don't know That I was necessarily told this But I was shown that a child's opinion Or a child's emotional response Isn't important or valid She goes on to say I don't always agree with my son's input or opinion But I always validate it Our feelings and emotions are what they are. I think children who are listened to learn to process their emotions instead of always second-guessing everything because they've been conditioned to ignore their own thoughts. Like, um, she said, don't ignore what your children think. Allow them to form opinions and be able to voice them without the fear of being shot down.
0: Yeah, and I thought this was great advice. not like the... That you shouldn't validate them But um, What she said as far as like You should Even if you don't agree with them Or even if they're not correct Like They should have the opportunity to To communicate and express themselves Without That like fear of Being told they're dumb Or they're wrong Or they're you know Being shut down Yeah What do you think Ash? Uh,
1: No I agree I don't (laughs) know Okay That's good (laughs) You want to I don't really have a- <laughs> yeah. And
0: that's all I have to say about that.
1: What? Apparently Forrest Gump is like British now. You know what? Oh, I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> nice. I love running and chocolates. And I love the Beatles. And I like sh- catching shrimp on boats. Put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're dumb. Thanks.
0: Um. Yeah, which is you know, and and that's one of the things that I learned as a teacher. I think it was a very sad thing for me to see is so many kids have so much to offer and they're so creative and they're so intelligent, like in their own way. But because they're teenagers, are immediately discounted and and kind of told that what they have to say or their opinion on a specific subject matter isn't isn't valid, and it might not be like completely formed or well-educated and it certainly isn't you know in most cases original like i remember when i was 16 17 whatever every idea i've had i thought i was the first kid first person in the world who'd ever had it like i thought it was the most original thing in the world and i was some goddamn genius and then as you get older you realize that no every th- every thought that you have somebody else has already thought that like you're not unique or original or whatever but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the experience of you know of having the opportunity to express your point and be heard yeah, and, you know, be listened to. So I don't think... So I guess what I'm trying to say is parents, don't discount your kids' opinions just because they're your kids' opinions. Listen to that shit.
1: This one's hard for me to weigh in on because I don't have a child that tells me opinions and it's obviously not going to be the same with Ellie. It's harder for me to damn dude oh you could hear that you say that every time you crack your neck it sounds oh. like your neck is like breaking off your head
0: <laughs> well you're over there I didn't know you could the <laughs> micro, micro, whatever move on
1: <laughs> um, I lost what I was trying to say that you don't listen to Ellie's opinions it's well it's just harder for me to I mean I obviously don't say like shut up you're stupid yeah but it's just something that's harder for me to do. Sure. No, I, I understand that. Um,
0: and I think you do a good job. Like when she's trying to tell you something or, you know, she has interesting ideas. You don't ignore her and you don't tell her to shut up. Like you listen to her, Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow. That's cool. Or sometimes you'll question like, well, why, why do you think that? Or what about this? And so you kind of give her the opportunity to examine her own thoughts and her own opinions and kind of give her that, back and forth a little bit whereas instead of just being like oh that's nice honey like I think you should have some pushback you should question like if some kid comes to you and tells you something that's obviously wrong or obviously like just they're repeating something that they've heard Mm -hmm. like push back a little bit okay well why do you think that like why what have you experienced that's made you think that like I don't think that they should get away scot-free I think they should have to question the things that they say and things that they believe in even from an early age. Yeah. So no, I I think you do a good job with that.
1: Well, and I feel like you made a good point on, um, Ashley's comment that when you were teaching, you know, you kind of talked about this earlier, but you're saying everyone expects teenagers to act mature and act like adults, but then everyone discredits them and treats them oh, yeah. like their children.
0: The, the thing that blew my mind is they have these, you know, you have these kids that are, they have jobs, they have driver's license. They can, have sex and have babies on their own. And yet, so of all these mature adult choices that they have to make every single day, their parents still put like tracking on their phones to, to trace where they're at and to get access to all of their text messages and all their social media. Mm -hmm. And there's no freedom whatsoever on, on their, their phones. And so then you have these kids that are like creating, um, like anonymous, you know or, or fake Snapchat accounts or fake Instagram accounts so they can have the ability to to post what they want without their parents seeing it because they've been pushed so hard that they no longer feel they have any privacy or any type of respect at all. Yeah. And I was like your parents tell you to be grown-ups and then trace your phones. Right. You know, they had apps that are so sensitive that if a kid was driving, they could see how fast the car was moving, and they would call them and be like, hey, why are you going 30 miles per hour?
1: Right. And or they, Yeah, they're... They would they're say, put, hey, I'm
0: going to school, and then they'd ch- check the map, and they'd be like, hey, you're over here. Why are you not... Go- well, I had to go pick up my friend. Well, you didn't tell me that.
1: Or you can't go faster than 65 miles an hour, yeah. and then they get the report from their car or whatever. Right. It's like, I saw you were going 68. Yeah, so
0: now you're grounded. I have to take away your phone. Yeah. And so I, I think that... Part of the problem with teenagers is that they are expected to to be adults and make adult decisions while constantly being treated like children. Right. And you can't live in both worlds. Like, you can't have both those things. And so, at some point, there has to be that relinquishing of, of control and kind of just being like, I'm going to trust you to do the things, you know, I've hopefully I've raised you the right way up to this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to just trust you. So you're an adult. You get a girl pregnant or you get pregnant like that's that's you. You made an adult decision. You're going to have to face those consequences. Yeah. But I can't like fucking control everything that you do and follow you around and force you to make the right decisions. Because then all of a sudden that kid moves out and they're fucked like, (laughs) you know.
1: Yeah. I feel like that could be a whole topic. Oh, yeah. In and of itself.
0: You should note that down. I did. Right now, mm-hmm. hey, how come we're not coloring tonight? That's weird. I've only colored
1: the last two episodes.
0: Has it only been the last two? Yeah, I feel like it's been all of them.
1: Well, I, the time before that, I was just doodling and like writing my name and stuff like that. But
0: gotcha. Um
1: Okay, because the color pencils are too loud, you can yeah, hear them.
0: They're wicked loud. I didn't want to say anything, but
1: they're wicked you loud. did say something before. All right.
0: So the next one that we have. And this is a really hard one to, to take because I think that so many... We talked a little bit about this when Ashley was on the show. Um, this comes from Kyle. And she said, the best thing you could do for your baby is give him up for adoption so he has a mom and a dad. And this came from her grandmother. And I know Ashley, um, she, her response to that was, dude, are we cousins? Because same thing from everyone in my family. I was not allowed... To be a single mom, and that's that's really hard. I think advice because you have family that I think on one hand genuinely thinks that they have yours and the baby's best interests at heart. Yeah. Like I don't think they're they're spiteful. I don't think they're just being like, hey, I'm gonna fuck up this kid's life, or I want to like mess get inside your head and and fuck with your brain. And so I don't think that their intentions are in the wrong place you know and, and they may have had the life experience where they say look like i've known lots of single moms it doesn't go well like yeah you you need to just give up this baby cuz they'll have a better opportunity but on the other hand you know not playing devil's advocate like that's a really hard thing to to hear from from family who
1: should have your back well and um i know that Kyle and Ashley They do like similar situations, but Ashley's is different where her family says, you're not allowed to be a single mom. It's not like her son's father was in the picture, you know, like they got like, it was pretty much like, no, you guys are getting married. Right. End of story. Whereas like Kyle, her son's dad didn't want anything to do with with it. with it. Like signed over his rights pretty much immediately without... It was almost like you're like, he was like, oh, sweet, cool, thanks. Yeah, I'm out. So, I mean, same reaction, kind of differing situation. Yeah. So, it's not exactly apples to apples. No, but, yeah, I, I can't even imagine anyone on my family or just someone that I didn't know saying that, you know, and especially family especially uh like a grandparent yeah
0: well it's gotta be one of those things like think what you want to think but keep that to yourself and then what i need from you is support yeah i need to hear you be like this is going to be very hard like i've seen this happen i know how it goes and so i'm telling you this is going to be very extremely difficult however i'm here for you yeah i will support you in whatever decision you make you know, I'll help you out as in any way that I can because I love you. And if you want this baby, I got your back. Right. But to be like, oh, yeah, you you have a baby now? Well, you need to give it up. Like, it's it, you're stupid. Yeah. You, you're not responsible enough or mature enough or whatever enough to raise this baby. You need to just get rid of it.
1: Or this baby is not going to stand a chance just being raised by its right. mother. By his yeah, mother.
0: Because I'm, you know a weak, shitty person that I don't, you know, I mean, yeah, it's going to be harder, but it doesn't mean I can't. Yeah. So yeah, that's a tough one. That is shitty, shitty parenting advice there. Definitely. Um, I think that's all that came through the support group.
1: I thought you had one on your Facebook page. No, I
0: was going to say on my personal page, I posted it. Um, I know we said this is going to be a quickie. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But do you wanna do you wanna take a quick break?
1: You wanna have some foreplay? Do some, some foreplay? Foreplay? You said I know this is gonna be a quickie, <laughs> but.
0: But yeah, we can we can squeeze in some some Whoreplay? play. <laughs> <Horror> play. <laughs> some foreplay. Yeah. Want to re- get a refill and we'll we'll come right back. Yeah. Talk about some of the other ones that we found. Okay, guys, don't leave. Promise. You better not. You better not go anywhere. Just press pause. Okay, bye. I mean, don't don't. Oh, oh, Just press bye. pause. Thanks for waiting for us. We're back.
1: We are back in black. It's a song.
0: Really? Yeah. Who sings it? AC/DC. Uh, oh, yeah. I well, we should let them.
1: Okay. I didn't sing it, you <laughs> douche. Canoe.
0: Um, on my personal Facebook page, one of the things that someone said. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> You giant child. Do you not get enough attention at home? No. You get all the attention. (laughs) We are never apart. I spend every waking minute with you. No, you don't. Baby, if I'm home and you're home, we're hanging out. Like, it's not like I'm all, okay, well, I'm going to go do these things by myself. Like, we spend all our time. We run all of our errands together. We do everything.
1: I had to run errands by myself today. Because your boy was taking a nap. Yeah, I know.
0: I had to run errands by myself. <laughs> you poor child.
1: Poor unfortunate okay. soul. Can we just do this? All right, go. 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 Go.
0: This is, if this is what happens when we take a break, we're not going to take breaks anymore. You are not allowed to refill.
1: <laughs> that means you're not allowed to refill.
0: I'll just make myself a double to start the show.
1: Make mine a double. To... <laughs> All right, Bill. Okay.
0: <laughs> um. Someone said that... They were told that their kids were potty trained by 18 months and kind of set that expectation with the new mom, which put a lot of pressure on, on the parents to be like, oh, shit, if my parents aren't potty trained by 18 months. Your parents? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> on the parents?
1: You said if my parents aren't potty trained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in tonight.
1: <laughs> I'm putting it away.
0: Okay, so this put a lot of pressure on the parents. Look at that d-
1: silly putty that was. playing with. I just need something to do with my hands.
0: I I apologize. Just, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. Color.
1: I can't. My coloring books upstairs.
0: <laughs> okay and we're back again <laughs> ash now has a coloring book yes and some markers so they're a little bit quieter than her coloring pencils so ash finally has has something to do to keep her busy
1: <laughs> <laughs> and porter might kill me by the end of this episode i
0: might it's up in the air but i uh i might let's see how it goes you know what that's actually probably louder <laughs> than the coloring pencils <laughs> Okay, let's just finish this up. Let's just wrap this
1: <laughs> I couldn't get it out.
0: Up. Wrap it up. Um wrap it up, kids. Sorry. Th- this was a very common one and I, and I don't know where to draw the line on this one because we got kind of we I've read different things. The advice was you just got to let them cry themselves to sleep. And that's what our pediatrician told us. Like she said either he'll just kind of cry himself to sleep even though he's, like, the most stubborn child in the world. Yeah. Um, or he'll, you know, he'll con- stop crying and console himself and put himself to sleep.
1: Or he'll, like, pass out from crying so hard.
0: Right. So, in a lot of, um, and I was looking at the Scary Mommy Facebook page, a lot of the people said, let them cry. In fact, someone said um, he's spoiled from being, you know, you spoil your children if they're held too much. you got to let them cry and kind of be on their own. The more you pick up your child and console them and put them back to sleep, um, you're doing them a disservice. Ash, what are your thoughts on this? Because you you kind of, you obviously do more of the putting to sleep than I do when he's up in the middle of the night. You're the one up with him. Mm-hmm. Where do you fall on
1: this debate? Uh, when he was in our room in his bassinet, I ah, your feet. I would pretty much pick him up the second he cried. Because if you know anything about me, I don't like inconveniencing people. And I felt uh, bad if our son crying would wake Porter up. And so that was kind of like my biggest thing is I would kind of swoop him up and go and take him into his room where I would... um, Put him back to sleep Nurse him or whatever in his rocker And Now um, When he hit four months He had his four month sleep regression And that was fucking brutal Like rocked our world And so I Was just looking up and researching Trying to figure out anything to help us Get some relief at night And, of course, a lot of um, websites or blogs or whatever that I found had mentioned that, like, you kind of have to train... Sleep training is what they call it. And so you're basically teaching your child how to fall back asleep when they wake up um, on their own, just going through natural sleep cycles. And... I guess um, that's where people would say um, that they need to learn to to put themselves to sleep. They need to learn to self soothe and everything. Otherwise, they're just going to cry whenever they wake up because they know that you will come in there. And so, uh, I've I wouldn't say that I'm completely for or against. The cried out method. I feel like.
0: So you feel like there's got to, There's like all you. There's it's situational. You can't have a yeah. hard fast rule one way or the other. It kind of kind of depends.
1: Well, and I believe that Wild needs to learn how to put himself to sleep. He needs to learn to self soothe. And I, I know that he won't even try to put himself to sleep if we go and pick him up the second he cries. And so I wanted to, I don't ever feel like I let him just cry and cry and cry and cry and cry. Like, there's definitely times when I I know by the sound of his cry that he will put himself to sleep. And so I will just let him put himself to sleep. There's other times when he has a super... Sad sounding cry Like if you're a parent you know like There's different sounding cries So those I will Go in there But I always try to let him cry for Five minutes Or so Um, Because I feel like that is A good time frame to know If he is going to be able to put himself back to sleep So when we first were Looking up or when I first was looking up how to sleep train your kid that was one of the the pages I stumbled upon said to try for let them cry for five minutes before you do anything and then they say uh, to go in there and not pick them up because I You know, I'm first time... Yeah, it said to only pick them
0: up if you're going to feed them. Yeah. And otherwise, give them back (laughs) their pacifier or whatever. Rub their back. Rub their back. Don't get them up physically. Comfort them, but not... Get them out. Yeah. Right. I remember that one.
1: Because, like, as a first-time parent, I don't... And when he was so little, it's like, I don't know, like, if he's hungry every time he cries. And I'm not going to, like, deprive my child of food when he's hungry... And so I would feed him every single time he woke up. And then when we were kind of like, oh, my fucking God, like, he's waking up so much, then we started doing the five minutes. And there was a lot of times when he would put himself back to sleep. And so that's why I say I'm not like hard yes or no, because I know there's like people call it like gentle parenting or whatever where I don't know a lot about it but um are very much against like letting their kids cry it out and I'm not saying like you should or shouldn't let your kid cry it out cuz there's definitely times where I have like I am so tired and I turn the volume down on the monitor and yeah that
0: was what someone said is like put your headphones on or turn the radio up yeah. or turn the TV up and just ignore them
1: yeah, but I mean I'm a light sleeper and so it's when I do that he will almost always put himself to sleep. I mean he almost 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 always puts himself to sleep now anyways. Yeah. But there's times when he gets like that high pitched shrill where I'll go in there. But I don't know. I mean it's just yeah. depends on the sound of his cry how long he's been crying. But
0: Well I'd love to hear back from people, you know. What are your experiences? Because I know some people are like, "No, that's the best advice ever." Um, some people are like, "No, that's shitty advice. You should never just let your kid do it." So, it definitely does seem like there's a lot of middle ground there. So, I, I kind of like to hear you know your experiences. You can email us at thisismarriagepodcast at gmail Also, you can hit us up on Instagram at thisismarriagepodcast and bring it up on our Facebook page, This Is Marriage Support Group. Because I'm curious as to know, like, because I think that's an interesting point that you make, Ash, is that there is no every single time, you know, no matter what or any circumstances, I'm going to pick up this kid.
1: Well, and it's funny because sometimes I'll be selfish, like if he has been asleep for a while or whatever, while we're still up, it's almost like I want him to wake up because I miss him or especially if Porter puts him to bed. I, like, feel like I miss out on, like, that bonding, like, nursing him to sleep and everything. And so it's almost like on those times when he wakes up, I'll go in there because yeah. I just want to see him and I'd, like, want that bond. Right. But, and then there's other nights where...
0: I always find it weird sometimes where you're, like, with the, holding the baby monitor and, like, yelling into it. You know, you've got the microphone <laughs> buttoned down. I'm just like, he's asleep and you're wake the fuck up, baby.
1: I miss you, I miss wake, you up. wake up
0: Really subtle <laughs> You leave your phone in there With an alarm to go off And just wake the baby I'm up Start in vacuuming inside his room <laughs> <laughs> I miss you
1: <laughs> He's a mom I'm in college now God damn it I don't know This I Because I Going into this episode I'm I'm like I didn't feel like I had Had any Obvious Or any memorable bad advice but while it's also so new still but I guess talking about this and it's not like advice that I have been given personally but just like kind of like the advice that everyone hears, like kind of like the let him cry it out one like one way or the other just stuff like that and I was kind of like self-conscious or feeling like I was doing him a disservice by um, and I this is something I like that came up only when researching ways to sleep train him is almost all of the websites and the articles that I read said you shouldn't be nursing your baby to sleep because it creates like this emotional crutch or this crutch and so they don't learn how to fall asleep on their own and so because he is almost 10 months old and I still nurse him to sleep every single night. Yeah. And so I, a couple of months ago I was like, Oh my God, like, cause he was still waking up multiple times a night. I'm like, Oh my God, like I've ruined him. It's because I do this and it's because I do this and it's because I pick him up and it's because I feed him in the middle of the night. And I'm just like thinking that I was a shitty mom and like ruining my kid of sleep training and teaching him how to fall asleep on his own And I feel, and I felt this way about other things, but I guess, like, my parenting style or, like, approach has kind of just been, like, I'm just going to do whatever feels right. Yeah. Like.
0: Just kind of go with it.
1: Yeah. Like, it might not be, like, what the doctors say to do or what the experts say to do, like, but if I want to nurse him to sleep like i'm only going to be able to do this for a very for relatively
0: like, short time yeah like extremely in the grand scheme of things a very short percentage of his yeah. life
1: and like i don't know like what if we can't have another baby or what if breastfeeding doesn't work out with the next baby we have like i don't know this isn't like a guaranteed thing that i can do this again and so i want to like cherish it and i like i like the bond that we get and there's a lot of women who don't get to experience this for multiple different reasons. And so it's kind of just like put in perspective, like it might not be like the recommended thing to do or whatever, but it feels right. And it's working for us. Yeah. Like
0: that's a pretty, I think a a pretty sacred time for you guys. So I think, you know, when it comes to advice, you know, one of the things that I, I noticed that was interesting as I was reading through these comments, is there a lot that were talking about, you know, their doctor, like, well, this is the device I got from my doctor to give my kid, you know, a certain kind of food to help them sleep better. Yeah. Or, you know, like in the case of our our doctor was like, no, you just got to let the kids cry it out. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of made me wonder, and I don't necessarily have an answer for this, but it kind of made me wonder, like, at what point, you know, as a trained professional do you be like, "Mm, I'm my... I'm the parent, I feel like I know my kid and I'm just going to disregard your, your, you know, medical yeah. counsel and just do it my own way. You know, like at what point do you think, like, yeah, you're the doctor, but you're wrong. I don't, I don't believe you. And I don't think you actually know what you're talking about.
1: And I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate here, but you have to remember that your kid is an individual and that your child is going to be different and so
0: yeah, like what what for one kid yeah. won't necessarily work for another one. And
1: so I, I don't feel like you can get too mad at a, the doctor for telling you something because your kid might be the exception like oh, this is what's worked with 90% of my patients. Yeah. And your kid just might be the exception. The exception that doesn't work for them or whatever. Like it's not like a a what's the word like a um like tailored advice yeah it's not like custom advice for you based right. on your kid like your doctor's just going off of like what they've seen yeah here's the experience that I have
0: here's what I've seen and, it, and I'm going to recommend this because I have a thousand mm-hmm. other patients that need to see me and I need to move on
1: well and so I still get the weekly updates for wild and at the end of every single one of them it says like remember your child's an individual and they grow and learn at their own rates right. and not to compare your child to others or whatever. And I mean, I feel like that goes the same with like parenting. Like you kind of just do what feels right. Do what works for you and your family and your baby and or kid or whatever. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a great, and that, I think that's probably the best place to, to kind of end this thing is, one of the things that I read is so many people on that Facebook were like, I don't even listen to advice. Like, nobody gives me advice. I couldn't tell you, like, good advice or bad advice because I don't listen to anybody. Like, I do my own thing. Yeah. And I think that there's, like, obviously, like, a certain amount of that that you should, like you said, like, I have my instincts. I know my child. But to also be like, yeah, my mom has also raised a child. Yeah. And when my mom comes over, I may not do what she says, Huh. Uh but I think that I should at least be open and re- listen to it, you know? I may not... Yeah. I am not actively, like, take on every piece of advice anybody tells me because you can't. And that would be probably awful. Like, people are like, oh, give your kid whiskey. Um,
1: yeah, this wasn't the 50s anymore. <laughs> yeah. smoking,
0: you know. Um, who needs seatbelts? But I think also I wouldn't say that you should, like, carte blanche, just ignore any advice from anybody. Because there's a lot of things I think that we've been able to incorporate that have been helpful to us that you know came from somebody else and somebody else's experiences
1: yeah kyle is kyle is like very hesitant to give advice just because she she's always like like parent how you want and i don't want to like be that annoying person that is like telling you how to raise your kid but then like she'll give me advice and be like oh wow that's like actually like really good or you know like she has a kid and i she's like one of my only friends and so i'm obviously gonna like ask her Sure For advice and Whatever But yeah there's like um, Like with my mom She said things Not even specific to Wild I don't think But I remember like Her saying things And Me kind of be like mm, Yeah I don't agree with that Or Or she'll It'll be the opposite Where she'll be freaking out that wild doing to me and i'm like no like he's fine yeah and well even
0: like that you know and we go back to how i raised or how i was with ellie and i and i'm not necessarily going to defend myself because i feel like i was way too too lax with her but there were definitely things that when we first started dating or whatever else that you were like wow you're doing this and i'm like she's fine yeah and it's the same thing with wild like you just know and you're like, "He's fine." Yeah. And other parents might look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? You just know. Like, I I know my kid, and they're fine. You know, like, I know Ellie, and, I'm, and I don't think of myself as a negligent parent, but there are risks and there are things that I've let her do because I knew what she was capable of, and I had, was confident that she could do it herself. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> uh, with that, it's not... It's not that I, she's not capable. It's just kind of like, kind of like the cheating thing. Like, I may trust you. Yeah. It's other people I don't trust. I may trust right. Ellie. Well, no, and I'm saying, like, to wander off by herself, but I don't trust right. all the fucking creeps out there who no. could kidnap her. And I
0: agree. And like, like at the bees game, like that was a fucking mess. Yeah. Like, a couple of years ago, I was talking more about like, where I like let her climb things or, or do things that other people would look at as potentially dangerous. Oh yeah. Um, you know, playing in the the river. You know, some of the things that we've done, so. Okay. Well, we are, uh, I think we're officially, I think we're good, Ash. How do you feel?
1: Good. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> I was trying to read. There was something on our our uh, face or what's it Instagram? called?
0: Instagram. It's fucking Kyle just messaging us on our Instagram fucking about Kyle. our Instagram story. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Well, it is now the end Monday night, um, and I just wanted to, to say thank you. We kind of joke about how we don't have like a huge, this like massive following and stuff, but holy shit, the fact that any of you guys listen to us ramble on and on about our lives, like, what? It's 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 an honor for us to talk and to have people listen, and and just for you guys to come and do this with us because who are we? You know, like we're not special. We're not anybody like. No. important but we just want to kind of say how grateful we are that you're you're here that you tune in you know week after week if you're just barely listening to us for the first time um thank you for your time thank you for giving us your attention that's a truly a valuable valuable thing and we just want you guys to know we don't take it for granted we are constantly amazed when we look at like our download numbers and and the number of people that that listen um we are always just blown away that we have anybody that, that would download our pod, our little podcast and listen to us. So thank you so much. We're, um, extremely grateful for that.
1: Yep. Yeah, thanks. Why did you put, why would you, or you said in on our story, would you let your baby cry herself to sleep? I just chose a gender and went with it. Why don't you just say itself? Cause it's not an it.
0: It's a, it's a human. It's a person
1: themselves to sleep. It's not plural.
0: It's and baby.
1: But I don't have a girl, so I'm not. Well, maybe somebody choose. else does.
0: You just choose a pronoun and go with it.
1: Uh, that drove me nuts about the stupid weekly things I got, because it would just like pick and choose. Like one one paragraph would be about girls, one paragraph paragraph would be about boys, and it always bugged me. Yeah, you just choose a pronoun, or I mean, I
0: could do a his slash her, but no, you just choose a pronoun. Like, can't say it baby's not an it
1: god that should be an episode all on its own the amount of backlash i got for saying it when i was pregnant because we didn't find out the gender No, i said that too i have no problem with that oh my god people like ripped me a new asshole oh my god your baby is not an it like well yeah it it is an it and it's fine and we still love it (laughs) and when it is born it will be a he or she. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for that emotional interjection into the like my, like heart, bearing my heart and gratitude. Like, where the fuck did that come from? I just happened. I was to... in the middle of like a thing.
1: But then you were signing off, and I was just adding my two cents. You can cut it out if you want. I'm not
0: going to cut it out.
1: I don't know. It just always Is, bugs do me. You guys,
0: should do you consider? Are you? How do you guys feel about gender pronouns? He, she, it, does it matter? Are you sensitive to it?
1: Them. Let it know.
0: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We are um, honored to have your your attention. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. This is uh, another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. What episode is this?
1: We didn't even talk about it. Episode 14? 14? 15? 14?
0: 14. Yeah. Yeah, I know look at us around episode 20 which is a big milestone for us we might we're gonna be in uh, green bay around that number oh yeah you know another six seven weeks it's crazy i know crazy okay guys bye bye love you